Welcome to the Increased Revenue Podcast with your host, PG the Commissioner. Is you 40? And Tom TQ Quinn. Nuggets again. Welcome back to the pod. Uh, I'm Paul. I'm here with Tom. Hi, Tom. Paul, how are you? I am. I'm doing well. Um, a little bit of congestion. Is that true? I was gonna say. Okay. Is, is that is that real? <laughs> how are you actually? <laughs> little, and what little is bit it? Of Robin Williams. Robin Williams <laughs> with uh, Matt, with Matt Damon and Goodwill Hunting. Like no, like how are you? Like or whatever he says, and it's like no. <laughs> so tell me the truth, Paul. Come here. It's uh, yeah. it's yeah, it's not. It's not, it's no, not it's, your, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually quite tired, Tom. I'll I'll admit. Um, got uh, got some seasonal allergies going. Uh, had a long day yesterday of, uh, sitting in a limo and driving around various wineries in Mid Michigan. Um, had a full day of children's activities oh. this afternoon. Um, was able to catch some of the wow. lions today, but but took a um. Took a what's what's the thing that helps your allergies go away? The Benadryl took a Sorry, Benadryl, tech? but it, yeah, the, oh, the Benadryl, Benadryl yeah. didn't yeah. didn't didn't make me fall asleep or anything like that. So uh, I'm sort of crashing right now, but excited to be here with you and uh, talk some fantasy. Thank you, fantasy football. Um, and sounds like you had a good weekend, so uh, we're refreshed and ready to go before uh, Indigenous People Day tomorrow. Um, is there anything, Amen. maybe you want, you want to maybe, you know, give us your favorite indigenous person and maybe we can talk about that for a few minutes or do you want to just get in, get into the games? Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm no, I'm, I'm a, a white male of European descent. So all the indigenous people are my favorites, you know, like, uh, I, all I was going to say after you were speaking was going to say, yeah, the lions kicked some ass. So good job. Um, you know, it's funny. I'm like way more ever since I moved out of Boston and moved up here to the swamp. Um, uh-huh. Just like I, I am way more into NFL. And like, it's like I just like you said, like, it's like if this was back in 2015, which I God is eight years ago now, how time really does pass. You know, like right. when we lived in the south end of Boston, yeah. it'd be like I kind of knew about the NFL. But was it like I feel like I was just like a dumb city slicker, like uh, fucking, uh, you know yuppie so like oh nfl i wasn't that tuned into but now i'm like super tuned in so as soon as you're like yeah watch a little bit of lines i was like yeah they kick some ass beat the fucking panthers pretty good you know and actually my boy josh reynolds he's tearing it up even even though um that other receiver i think is back right what's his name the guy Uh, i think people think he's good which is supposed to be a thing but like has he ever actually played in the nfl so um no No. well he got suspended for the first four uh, games fucking obviously kicking ass so good for you guys yeah, no, he got um he got suspended to start the season for gambling. Oh, he got think, with... on the Lions, but he was like gambling yeah. in the facility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he but so wait, this is second year because he tore his ACL like before the draft, and then the Lions drafted him like yeah. after, and like so he yeah. never and he was yeah. supposed to come back last year. Maybe he did at the end of the year. I, don't, I just don't remember. But I, my only thing is like everyone keeps on talking about this guy, but I've never actually like has. I mean, he's still young, obviously, and he's a super talented person, but I feel like everyone just keeps on talking about him, and I just don't remember him doing anything yet. Yeah, he didn't. He dropped a, what would have been a touchdown pass uh, today, but otherwise, yeah, he hasn't, hasn't, done, hasn't done much for the, for the Lions, at least, yeah. Yeah, and with those players that got pinched for gambling at the facilities, I feel like, yeah, that was, it was clearly like a rule, but I also feel like one either it was poorly communicated or like nobody took it seriously and was like oh how the fuck will they ever find out and then like they found out so i I guess the players are in the wrong but at the same time i feel like it was like they were kind of maybe not communicated to the super i don't know i I just feel like it was like almost you know kind of tough for these guys where it's like don't bet on other sports while you're in the facilities. It's like, okay, well, it's one of like 8,000 rules I need to pay attention to. Okay. And then it's like, if you're not betting on the line, your own team or sport, then it's like, all right, do we really need to be that big of a hard ass? But anyway, yeah, whatever. as you, as you, they're like the, the receiver room at their facilities, probably exactly. sponsored by yeah. DraftKings, you know? Exactly. So it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, you can't be betting on the 
Exactly. All right. Now back to the DraftKings uh, point spread for tonight's Sunday Night Football. <laughs> yeah, he had uh, he had two catches for two yards. Uh, so that's an average of one yard a catch. His long was for four yards. Um, his career statistics are three catches uh, for 43 yards. Um, so, yeah, he has not done. He's got one touchdown pass from last year. But, yeah, he has not done not done much for the Lions, no. Because he, I, I, he, yeah, yeah. he tore his ACL in the national championship game against Georgia a couple years ago, I believe. No, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, I think you are right. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, Whatever happened big... to that other Alabama? Rec- yeah, sorry. I I think you were going in and out, so I can't hear you speak. So that's why oh, I, I'm sorry. probably speaking over you. No, you go. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Yeah, because yeah, I was I so rude know. and cut you off. Yeah. Probably, but I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what I was going to say. Whatever happened to that guy, the Alabama receiver for the Texans that like had the disease, potentially cancer, and like maybe is he playing again? Alabama receiver that had for the t- cancer. For, I don't know. Uh, you're the, you're the, the NFL. Texans. You're the NFL guy. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah, Dude I'm so NFL. into the NFL. What is the team stuff. in Dallas again? <laughs> Dude, when they play that Super Bowl, it is fucking wild. <laughs> um, John John Mechie. Oh man. Does that John, sound right? Yes. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 He, I didn't know he had. Yeah. Luke he had, Luke I told, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So, so I told you I was in the ballpark, but yeah, I don't know if he, it doesn't look like he he's played yet. I don't think. Oh, really? Uh, maybe. That's a, that's the thing. I think he's back now. He's just like not playing. I mean, not I guess yeah. you know, like a pretty fucking serious illness, a disease. Then I guess uh, probably is pretty hard to come be like against the most insane athletes in the world but um, right wow yeah he has one cat one catch for 17 yards on his career according to through week two i guess so now we're week four or five whatever we're in so yeah interesting well that was your alabama receiver reset um so yeah glad we we could get we could get that out (laughs) just in case yeah you could you could show off your nfl bona fides uh, yeah just as big of a fan you are Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so good podcast today, this week, Paul. I'll see you Thursday, Friday. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> yeah, cool. Who's this musician that keeps coming to these Chiefs games? Have you been hearing about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, what a wild, wild world. Does anybody actually think that this is a legitimate thing? No, I don't think anyone does. And do you like, do you think it's like they're they're in a, yeah okay yeah yeah. Yeah, and like they, um, there was a story that came out that they, the NFL made NBC run ads for her concert for free last week during the game because they, oh really, yeah, oh, I didn't like, hear that yeah. wanted yeah. wanted her that much or something. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, it's it's yeah, it's all a big yeah. Game. It's like so because it is, and it's like it's so obvious. Uh, maybe it's not obvious. I don't know, but it's like also like Travis Kelsey. All of a sudden, is in every other commercial too. He's like in State Farm. He's in Campbell's Soup. It's like, oh, that's pretty f- random, I guess. That, yeah. uh, that's crazy. You know, it, I don't think it's crazy. I think it's just they just all big setup, and they all got NFL, and everybody got caught on it. Now they're like, no, no, not at all. We do never do something like this. But no, not at all. What also buy these cancer hats that. Don't go to cancer. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that a th- oh god, really? Yeah. 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 It's not the best. Is that what they're doing now? Okay. Uh, I'm a big NFL been, guy. I know these yeah, things. I think yeah. exactly. <laughs> You're super in tune. Just keep just keep showing off your knowledge. <laughs> All right, Todd, let's recap some uh games from week six. How's that sound? That sounds excellent, Paul. That does sound excellent. So uh, you know, I don't have a ton this week, but I think my big takeaway was I don't know if you felt the same, but some low point totals this week. Um, Kevin with 193, you had 175, Pat had 173, I had 195, Jared only had 122. Um, those those five, I guess those five teams, those five people, those were their lowest point totals of the season uh, this week in week six. So um, definitely some some lower scoring that we've seen the last few weeks. Um, I'm not really sure why. Did you have any uh, sort of theories as why scoring was maybe down this week where it's, uh, you know, it's season lows for more than half the league? 
Uh, I did not have a theory, uh, but I did also notice it. Notice it. So it was. I mean, it was me and Jared. Our mat, like our matchup. I think it was like forty to twenty-two. At, even at like ten o'clock Eastern, <laughs> like you know, it was like, oh man, it's real low. And then I looked across the board, and it was like, oh, it's low. So I uh, don't know why, uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be could be the buys, see. right? Just like some, yeah. you know, lot, lots of lots of people on buys, I guess. But there were lots of people on buys last week, and yeah. Scoring, scoring wasn't this bad. I mean, this is probably one of the worst scoring weeks I've I've seen um, ever. I agree. Like, yeah, this is this. I, yeah, I was gonna even gonna say like even for the year. So what? Where week? What is this? Week six that we just wrapped up, and yep. I feel like in years past, someone would either. I don't know if I. I feel like when we were reaping uh, head-to-head matchups the other day. Um, or just two weeks ago, you said Jared kicked the shit out of somebody by like 130 points one year, and he had like three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every year, I feel like some, like, uh, you know, each, it used to seem that the high score for the week would be like pretty close to 300, right? Like, if yeah. it was like, all right, you put pretty close. Um, I don't, this year, I feel like nobody's come even close to 300 i'm probably very wrong here i don't doubt because again i don't actually look into like why or statistics or history but um Uh it just seems like nobody it seems like scoring overall is down maybe it's the pitch clock did we implement a pitch clock i think so yeah it could be be the pitch clock it could be the bigger bases it could be the uh, the running the running clock um so yeah i think i think all of those are factors yeah I'm, i'm as you say that i'm sort of scrolling I mean, I put up 278 in week two, um, and that may be the highest score uh, that I'm seeing. And yeah, it's a lot, it's, you know, a handful of 260s, a couple 240s. Um, but yeah, you're definitely right. There hasn't been that big 300 point game, um, unless I'm missing it, which I'm sure we'll hear about on uh, on the text chain. But yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, I think it's just. Not not as big points, but then I think it's keeping these games closer too, right? Because um, yeah, it seems you know, everyone's it's, yeah, it seems super tight. Win any week, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, especially I'm yeah. sure we'll talk about standings at some point, but it is it is tight right now, you know, top to bottom. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Well, that's a good segue, Tom. Let's take a look at the standings before we maybe break down some games. Um, so after six weeks, um, if I, I'm at the top of the standings, still at five and one. Uh, Pat and Mark and Kenny all tied at four and two. Um, and then the next group would be uh, Drew, Andy, and Kevin at three and three. And then Jared and yourself at two and four. And then Neil, unfortunately, down there at, at O and six. Um, I mean, I think other than Neil, right? Like anyone here can still can still make the, the playoffs for sure. Just the way the matchups play. I mean, we're all going to play each other. So there's going to be opportunities to to get yourself into a playoff spot. Um, I think right now the hottest team in the league is probably Drew, right? He started the year uh, 0-3. He's won three straight, so he's back to 500 at 3-3. and um, You know, Neil Silva. I actually think he won four straight, straight, technically, right? Oh, <laughs> well, I think right there he had won and then lost, maybe, I think, right, is what happened. So, yeah, at some point this would have been four straight. But, yeah. Um, so, and Drew finds himself actually in second in total points now, too. So he's really – um, he's coming up um, from from he's coming from behind uh, um, fairly yeah. quickly. <laughs> Jeff Christ, so lot to be lot to be excited about if you're Drew. All right, so let's break down some of the exciting matchups from Week Six. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with Andy and Neil. Um, Andy with the win, two thirty six, two oh five over Doctor Neckelman. Um, Neil, you know, had another good week. Um, couldn't couldn't get the win. I think this may have been his second highest point total um, of the uh, weekly point total this season. Um, right, it was probably good enough for somewhere fourth, fifth most points uh, for the week. But unfortunately, played in the Andy team, who actually was the week high scorer at two thirty six. Um, and speaking with uh, with with Coach Neil over the weekend, he said he's put more effort this year into his increased revenue team than he ever has before. Oh, wow. Um, and he has absolutely nothing to, to show for it, right? So I think mm. it, was the, it was the bad start with the electricity issue. Um, he's done some good roster management, but just hasn't gotten hasn't gotten lucky with a win yet. Um, so a big win for Andy. Gets Finds himself in a good spot um, to, to sort of, you know, within pouncing distance to the playoffs. 
and Neil continues to to struggle at 0 and 6. Tom, what what were your thoughts on on this matchup between between these two juggernauts? Yeah, I, my thought is that uh, I just hope that Neil had a nice time with his wife and his friends on their nice little uh, wine extravaganza. Seemed very nice. He got clearly custom cups or glasses. Um, spent some good time with some friends. You guys clearly uh, imbibed and had some good times, you, you crazy dogs, you. Um, but I'm just glad that you guys got to catch up, spent some quality time. Um, kind of sad you guys didn't... Uh, Paul and I were catching up before the podcast started that you guys didn't spend any time in the sauna. I thought like maybe there'd be some like crazy shit going on in there. So a little upset about that, but overall sounds like it was a nice time. So well done, uh, especially because it, it was for your wife, Amanda, right? I was, I was just to be clear. I was, I, I, I didn't know. I, although hearing Amanda, it does sound familiar a little bit, but um, I was clearly joking just to be clear when I, the other day was like, Melissa, it's not like I actually, pretended to know you, uh, you Neckleman. I feel like I'm speaking to him now because I have to apologize because that's what I have to do almost 90% of my life. Apologize to somebody because I've done something wrong. Um, uh, thanks, Joe Biden's America. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, it sounds like it was a great time. That's my takeaway from this game. Uh, Andy was very quiet. Has been, Andy's been like crickets on the text chain for a while. Yeah. So I don't know, hopefully someone might have to do a wellness check on him. But uh, looking at the actual matchup, that's crazy that 236 was the, to our, the point that I think we were making before, before we had the drop that um, it was a low point total um, from the bottom. So like the floor was low, but the ceiling was, like you said, 236 being the high. That is, this is, I don't know. It was this, yeah, this, this, this is by far and away. I mean, I'm sure you have all the historical records. I'm sure if you went back and added up all 10 team scores in any given week, this far and away if i would put i have no monies but if i could put some of my few monies down i would say this is i would put a lot of monies down that says this is the lowest scoring point total across cumulatively um ever you know? yeah so. yeah it might have been i mean i don't know if you remember from a few weeks ago there were uh some of those weeks in like 2014 or 15 where jerry oh, did up like 60 points a week <laughs> <You're> <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I, yeah, I stand corrected once again. Thank you. Thank you, historian Paul, for correcting me with my baseless claims. Um, but yeah, this one, uh, again, again, back to the matchups to hopefully avoid people from realizing that I'm a complete fraud. Um, yeah, I mean, across the board, uh, I think Doc, uh, you know, he, he had the quarterback battle with J.J. McCarthy and Kyle McCord. Um, talk about just like big 10 quarterbacks that are like, <laughs> for good teams that just are putting up like kind of good numbers. Um, Haynes King. I, I, damn it. Did any, I texted the group chain about this fucking Georgia tech game, Haynes King versus Miami. I assume you were on some bender. So I'm sure you weren't paying. Attention. I did not see it. I saw it this morning. I did not did. see it at the time. I saw it live. So yeah. all of a sudden oh, it's like, it was, a, it was, it was, you know, late night um, kind of watching football might've had, had a few and um, just seeing it all unfold. I was like, Holy shit. Like they're as soon as they as soon as Miami fumbled, you're like Georgia Tech's gonna score. <laughs> like this is like yeah. written, this is written in the stars. Um, anyway, uh, this game came down to Andy won by what 31 points. He won the running back battle by 39 points. Look at his running backs: Trey Benson 36, Jedkins, which is probably pretty low for him 16, and Neil Kansas 23. I think on the podcast, the preview show, we even said. He has favorable matchups for the running backs. I'm pretty yep. sure we said that. So I'm pretty sure. So yeah. And, and no look at check. So no, exactly. Nobody, they barely listen to this. So, um, and actually, I mean, kind of amazingly, uh, Neil's running backs, uh, 12, 12, 12. That's like, yeah, that's more impressive than anything else I've seen. So anyway, came down to the running backs. Uh, Andy won by 39 points there, won by 31 in the overall matchup. So I think that's the story there, but to your point, Andy's right in the thick of it. And he's a, he has a good squad here. Um, I think Andy's going to be a force to be reckoned with as we come into the later part of the season. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. Like, Andy won this game pretty comfortably, and he got zero points from Ellison from Wake. He got one point from yeah. Kobe Hudson from UCF. To your point, his quarterbacks didn't really do anything, right? 21 and 18 points, like, that's not enough. Um, and so you kind of look at it, and you thought maybe this would have been 
uh, Neil's first big win of the year because I mean he's he's got good scores up here. Like if I had so had yeah. these, I'd, I'd be happy. But if for whatever reason, it just didn't add up. You kind of need that big like 35, 40 point score to really put you over the edge. And and Andy had two of them, and uh, Trey Benson and uh, Kevin uh, Immaculate Conception um, from from NC State. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, a, a good win for Andy. He's in the thick of things. Um, Neil had a good time with um, Amanda and all his friends, so I don't think he was too heartbroken on the loss. I'm sure he appreciates your apology. As we all know, Melissa is Kevin's wife. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't yeah. have made that mistake. Exactly. Know, so. Thank you. Thank you. Melissa O'Brien might be. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, Neckelman doesn't even know I exist, so I think he was probably like, uh, he's like, who is this like guy that Paul pays to show yeah. up on the podcast that I've never even heard of? So. I will say we got to, we were the last ones to arrive for the event uh, over the weekend and Neil had already. Someone that's also super late all the time. Not surprising. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) We were there on time. We were just the last ones to be there on time. You know, that's all. Um, Understood. And uh, he had already informed everyone of the podcast. So there was a lot of chatter uh, with the limo driver about the podcast. Um, He was a hundred percent Irish. So he may, may or may not (laughs) be going back to Ireland with the podcast. So I think there's a lot lot of opportunities here. Those dirty uh, Irish Dirt, dirt balls, probably drunk. I'm yeah. Pathetic as I look at the pile of dirt cans right next to my computer as we're recording this. Just, uh, I love you, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. Uh, uh, sorry, we'll just last thing on that yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Immaculate Conception. Um, I, he got, I'm pretty sure Andy picked him up this week or last week because I, tr- I put a waiver wiring for that dude. Uh-huh. 30 points. I feel like I saw during the, the game. Um, which, I mean, NC State Marshall has gotten a way more talk than it should. But I feel like I checked mid-game and he had like two points. So I was like, all right, I guess I don't feel that bad. I didn't get him. And now putting up a 30-burger. Wow, yeah. that was yeah. a huge pickup. Good job, yeah, Andy. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like uh, he had 29 points in uh, September 22nd. He had one point on September 29th and then 30 points on October 7th. Those are like the worst kind of guys you want to have on your team, right? Because yeah. it's like, do I start? I have him? Do no I idea. Start him? Exactly. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea what this guy's going to do yeah. for me. Yeah. So. Yeah. And he plays for freaking North Carolina state. Yeah. Oh, wow. Who has uh, a new quarterback now? So yes, wow. they do. And yeah. I mean, it, it paid off. They scored a lot of points against a tough Marshall defense that we really dug into uh, on the, on the preview pod on Friday. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah and props to you. You did say Marshall was a uh, solid squad. I mean, I don't know yeah. if NC state is a solid squad, but at least you, you were, I was like, Oh, this is a great matchup. And you're like, not so fast, my friend. That's so, so fast. Well, yeah. yeah, yep, yep, for sure. All right, well, good win, Andy. Neil, keep plugging away. I think you'll get it eventually. I don't think he's going to go uh, undewinted this year, but, um, but you know. Yeah, it's a tough, tough matchup this next week coming up. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yes, he does. He does. I, um, lots of trash talk, uh, I, I assume, coming coming for next week. Yes. Um. All right, next game. Let's hit up. Uh, where, where do you want to go? Do you want to do – we'll do Pat and Mark because uh, that's the one that appears next on my list. Um, I think both of these two sounded like they were slightly offended by our preview pod that I think at the mm, time we called a dud, a dud of a game. Um, it just might be more duds of personalities that we just yeah. you know, it really wasn't a ton to, to dive into other than, you know, their Backstreet Boys lip singing from their dorm room uh, 10 years ago, which you know, that's there's there's no place for that here. Yeah. Um, but it was, you know, it was a big game in the standings. Uh, Pat um, is, in some ways, uh, has struggled over the last couple of weeks, right? I mean, he only True. put up 100, 173 points this week. Um, I think the week before he also he barely broke 200 at 202. Um, so, you know, Pat started the season off really well, looked like he was going to be sort of that, that top echelon team. Um, and finds himself with a second straight loss and is now tied uh, in that or sort of is in that um, sort of middle part. Right. Um, with with with, uh, with with Mark and with um, with Drew. Um, so Pat's at four and two. Um, Mark now is also at four and two. Big win for Mark. Probably his best win of the year, I would say. Definitely. Um, Mark's, you know, still sort of not near the upper half of uh, fantasy points scored. But, you know, that isn't necessarily the game the game's just to score outscore your opponent uh each week and, and mark obviously did this week this week so so big win for mark um i don't know tom these teams may be going in opposite directions where where do you sort of see the this matchup how you know the reasons it played out the way it did yeah no exactly i, I was just gonna say that maybe going in opposite directions i will say like 
party didn't i mean he has his bell cow in uh Penix that was on a buy so that always hurts right but like you know that guy comes back he's gonna put up 40 although i guess he didn't last week against you um but yeah party definitely uh had a couple two back-to-back tough weeks right he may have taken it on to on me it may have gotten awkward on the text chain i don't know <laughs> i'm not i'm not the one to say but uh Shout out to Party for either a fake or real apology. Thank you, bud. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, um, and then, yeah, I it, I think, yeah, it, like, I mean, I build my teams kind of like what Party's team is set up for this year, this like he is now, like where it's like you go for the best quarterbacks and like however your skilled players play, like running backs and receivers and like how that's how they be. Yep. Um, so um, obviously as Penix, who's a uh, top top dog at the quarterback position and he was on a bye, so hard to judge him completely but um i think he's gonna have a tough time i don't know what the rest i, I honestly i think that i think he's gonna have to roll with that bc quarterback he puts up yeah. numbers you know him and Penix, where yep you're gonna have to bench these other because right quinn Ewers versus will howard who do you play it's like you were just saying um with the macula conception um how you know those are both two starting good quarterbacks but at the same time like quinn like is he putting up numbers? I mean, I feel like there's a lot of guys this year between even looking at the other side, club, Nick, uh, Jordan, Travis, like all these, like several guys that are just like, um, who's the guy for Arkansas, KJ Jefferson, that are like good quarterbacks, but like, they're going to give you like 25 to 30, you know, like it's sort of just solid, but like you know, looking now, Quinn Ewers gave up or scored 13 and club Nick scored 15. So completely lied. <laughs> um, I don't know, but like quarterbacks that like might be on good teams or like solid quarterbacks might, might, might not translate to fantasy. I feel like that's kind of the situation there with him. Um, well, so, they don't, and they don't, they don't run the ball. Yeah. Either, right. I mean, no, you, 100%. Had, yeah, well, do not give away the secret. Do not give away <laughs> the secret. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you're right. Exactly. Because the, the running on that Texas team goes to your boy, right? Brooks, the running yep. back who's yep. just been dominating. So, yep. Um, uh, so yeah, it, it does seem party might have, I don't know. He still has some players out there, so we'll see how he goes for the rest of the year. Um, Mark. Yeah. I mean, if you had asked me, um, when we started the podcast, I mean, I think Mark himself would even say that, like, I don't think his team was anything special, but he's put up a couple of good weeks now. And I think Mark has two wins in a row, um, now. And like, exactly like you said, he's sitting in that tied for second spot right now. So uh, you know, it's not always about points scored. It's more about just wins. And uh, who knows? You know, he has um, some good players. He has, you know, that who knows? Who knows how it rolls for the rest of the year? I'd say for this matchup, what did it come down to? Uh, Mark won by the 36. And he won the, uh, see, as you can see, my prep. I did it because <laughs> one, we, we had a miscommunication. So I was quickly going down and just did skill players. I didn't add up the total scores. That's why I struggle with it. But uh-huh. uh, Mark won receivers by 33 points. He wins by 36. Look at that. The 42 yeah. and 30 burger right there. I mean, yep. that, that's That'll that's, that's going to win it. So to yep. your well, that's, uh, the, the, the Marvin Harrison pick that he didn't want, that he attended a 40th birthday party um, and, and, you know, ended up with him instead of Penix, you know, won him the game this week, right? If he wow. had Penix this week and, and Pat has Marvin Harrison. Uh, Pat, Pat probably has the win. Wow. Uh, the other thing I want to give Mark a quick shout out for is um, he picked up the Syracuse defense and started them this week. Uh, last week they scored seven points against Clemson. They gave up thirty-one points. So Mark took a look at that and said yes, please. And so he started them this week, uh, and they scored six points, uh, wow. giving up forty points to UNC. Um, so I don't, yeah, might, might've been, might've been an indigenous, indigenous people's play for the orange men. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, get this guy off this podcast. Wow. And, and party with a kicker and defense for Miami, which again, I know I've brought up the Miami game a couple of times, but, um, wow. Anytime you see yeah. the defense and kicker matched up. Wow. And, uh, just one more point on Mark. I, I meant Please to make do. this, uh, on the, on the preview podcast on friday but you know i think a lot of the messaging we get from mark is like oh don't you guys have jobs and why <laughs> uh, i mean this guy works like 11 shifts like a month right and they're mostly at like four in the morning so you know but also uh you know in between his complaining about how um everyone is home and happy except him he found time to make a 108 p.m friday 
free agent claim and picked up this dude from North Carolina who had been ruled ineligible. Oh, earlier. yes. I uh, know. I, Walker. Yeah. Um, Mark was literally the first one. I mean, I think it like actually all, tweeted exactly. out that he was eligible. And within same. two minutes, yeah. Mark had made the claim. So oh, I didn't um, know don't you have a job, yeah. Mark, that you're uh, worried about? Oh, bro. Dude, October 7th. This is the time of year where increased revenue gets like a little Spicy. personal. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't realize he picked them up because exactly that. I quickly saw that and went to go pick him up thinking I was the smartest man alive, which everybody on this podcast or uh, listen to this podcast and on this league can confirm I am not. Um, I assumed he had him like from the draft and just st- like kept him on his bench. I didn't realize he he quickly got in there. So anyway, yeah. fast fingers, yeah. Mark, probably from all those that booty popping. Right. Right. With his fingers. Exactly. It's quick, quick, quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's quick with the fingers. So. Um, but wow. Yeah. Actually, to your thank you for telling me to look down at his bench because he left a ton of points on his bench. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. And he yep. still won. So good job. Good job, Mark. Yeah, I think yeah. he's in a good spot. Um, I, you know, he's we'll building his team because that yeah. Louisville running back solid. That Florida running back is, I think, solid enough. He, I mean, and then yeah, if he has like Marvin Harrison, who is like a stud, um, he gets some sort of production from Cowing, who I think is actually pretty good at for Arizona. Jimmy Horn, mm-hmm. obviously good. So like, I don't know. It's like if you could figure out something with his quarterback situation, he has he has the problem of he has five quarterbacks and like who does he play kind of situation, yeah. I think. Um, yeah. And none of them are very good. Yeah. I, I, so, but like his skill players are like all the, it's one of those where it's like, you might not be impressive, maybe through wa- waiver wires or whatever. You start building out a team and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh shit, this team's really good. Um, yep. But we'll see. Nice. All right. We can do, um, I guess we'll do mine next. Uh, this do. was a little, little, little disappointing to be totally honest. Um, you know, sort of got off to a, a, a tough start. Um, but did get a lot of points from the guys in Missouri in the early game against LSU, um, but ended up losing to Kenny 223 to 195. Um, I think we've trashed Kenny a lot on this podcast. Um, and, uh, you know, not personally, just, that's just the, the makeup of his, his team. Um, I mean, Kenny is at four and two, uh, but continues to just be at the absolute bottom, uh, I guess, you know, ninth, uh, only above Neil, in terms of total points, but, um, but he's getting, he's getting wins. This was a big win for him. Probably one of the bigger wins he's had in the last couple of years to, to get himself, um, give me my first loss of the year and get himself in a good playoff spot, right? Kenny's going to need to win games to make the playoffs. He's not going to make it based on any total point tiebreakers. He's going to need those head to head tiebreakers and he's just going to need, he's going to need wins, uh, if he's going to make it. So this is a big, this is a big win for Kenny. Uh, pretty disappointing for me. Um, I mean, I really kind of, you know, you look at the Cameron Ward situation at Washington State, he only put up nine points. I think you maybe even called this out last week, right? The sort of um, system quarterbacks of Washington State, it, you know, at some point it just goes poof. Um, UCLA has a really good, really good defense and uh, it went it went poof this weekend. So um, didn't get much from him. This Texas Tech receiver I have is basically worthless now without um, without the, the, the former quarterback. Um, so I don't know. I'm this one. This one shook me up a little bit. Um, there's not. Um, it's not a lot of positives to take away from it. It's not like I had a bunch of points that I left on my bench. Um, so it, you know, we're kind of just working through bye weeks at this point. But um, but there may be some some holes in, in my armor at this point. Um, I don't know. What, what do you credit Kenny's big win to this week uh, with Tom? Is it kind of more on him, or is it more on um, me and my you know team that may be ailing a bit uh, as we hit the midseason mark? Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, it's hard to make any, uh, like, broad stroke comments about uh, any matchup this week based on the scoring and uh, everything that played out. But um, to your point, I mean, Kenny, like, we we have been dogging Kenny a bit, but, I mean, I think it's just great. We haven't said anything that's not true, right? Like, everything's right. been, like, points and, like, just, like, just reading off a list. It's not like, uh, although, I, I, I mean... I I can try to think if we said anything personal. I don't think we did, but um, no, I don't. Th- yeah, other than the story I told you about him eating an orange because he had. Yeah, no, no, and that was a great story. I, was, I mean, I, I we we we've all been there, um, but where we're just like, did I have enough fruits and vegetables? Good lord! Like, let me like, how much fast food did I have? So anyway, um, but yeah, this is a huge win for Kenny. No, no way around this. Uh, this is, um, you know, I'm trying to look right. Oh, I'm, I have it sorted by points for, but I think. What does he have? So now what, like, 
Kenny, yeah, exactly. He's in that four and two bracket. So like, like we were just talking about Mark. Oh, yeah, points don't matter. It just wins. And the same story for Kenny, I think, right? Like just yeah. win the games. And um, yeah, I think for your problem is that you've been hit by the injury bug pretty bad, right? Like, I mean, yeah. you had that guy, Lincoln Victor. I'm just looking at your squad quickly. And he was like, oh my God. Because this, this league to me is predicated on get good quarterbacks. And then like those first three weeks, nail the waiver wires and whoever does that is going to be sitting pretty and you were in good shape and like that was yep. your like golden waiver wire pickup and then he gets hurt right and then yep. your quarterback gets hurt so now you're kind of scrambling i think cameron ward i think he'll still be in good spot because i think the pac-12 is like a tough league and i think there's plenty of shootouts to be had in that league so i think um i, I don't think he's like all of a sudden like no good like you know throw to the throw to the curb um I think it was just that anytime you go on the road, it's tough. And then, like you said, UCLA is a good defense. But that Missouri quarterback, I mean, he's – I think that's a – he's he's a keeper. Um, yeah, well, yeah, he was a waiver wire. Yeah, that's what I mean. To, and, to uh, fill a hole. Yeah, yep, for so, sure. So, like, I think that's like, uh, okay, you did you did good work there. Uh, and then you have some good uh, skill players. So, I, I don't think – like, I think you're in a good spot. I think you got bit by the injury bug recently. Um, and Kenny, like, I think I actually literally just called out both of his quarterbacks on the preview before or the team before where I was saying, like, they're good quarterbacks, so I might not put up a ton of fantasy points. And now that I see them in front of me, I see that, right? KJ yep. Jefferson, like, 19, and Jordan Travis, 20. Not that either had, like, a, well, I guess KJ Jefferson lost, but Jordan Travis played a shitty Virginia Tech team, which Kenny called me out on for saying they sucked. But, um, but yeah, 1920. It's so it's like they're good quarterbacks, but I just don't know if they're necessarily getting the points from a fantasy standpoint. But um, I don't know. Kenny could be a sleeping giant because he has a couple guys now. You look down the list here, and they're a couple of like double digit points. And his running back that scored six points is probably his actual best player on the team. So, you know, yep. if, and then same thing, the Kansas State running back who just came back from injury. Um, you know, he gets going too. So then all of a sudden you have a couple guys that like have made, might've been hurt and then they start getting going. And next thing you know, you have a pretty tough team to play in late October. So anyway, big, big win for yeah. Kenny. Um, yep, definitely. One, I think Kenny got, uh, right. I mean, if you just look at the total points based on the roster players, right. He only outscored me 180 to 171, but then he got 14 points from his, uh, Texas kicker, which yeah. you know, are on made field goals this time, and then 29 points from from the Michigan defense, who just destroyed Minnesota. So, yeah, um, you know, that to me is like eh, maybe a little fluky, um, but you know, it, it wasn't like he hadn't already beaten me on um, on total points going into those two positions too. So, yeah, I think a big win for Kenny. I think he needed to have it right if he falls to three yep. and three with that point total. Um, he's just not going to win any tiebreaker, so he's got to he's got to keep stacking wins. Yeah, no, you're 100% right about that, about the point totals coming into play now as we're heading into the late part of the season. And you got to differentiate yourself because it's it's not a year where it's like super top heavy and bottom heavy where you're like you could kind of sneak in. It is log jam there going in for like two, three, four. And, you know, so it will it, there is no doubt that tiebreakers will play a play will play into the playoff picture this year. So um, so anyway, we'll see. But um nice. How about Texas kicker Burt Auburn? Oh, Burt Auburn, and isn't their color yeah. burnt Auburn? It's Burt. It's Burt Orange. Or Burnt Orange. Color. Yeah. So yeah. like, wow, like that that guy. Close Which, enough. Yeah. Close enough. And also, I did only found out this week that Justin Tucker went to Texas. I don't like the apparently great. Yeah, yeah. The ball. Ravers guy. Yeah. Like the hundred yard field goal. Exactly. A couple years ago. He's always yeah, been yeah. like a pretty good kicker, and then like all of a sudden it's just kind of because I'm a big NFL guy, so I could talk about this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But like. I think they said he's like percentage-wise potentially the greatest kicker of all time, and he has the longest field goal. So it's like, oh, yeah, this yeah, guy's yeah. like all yeah. of a sudden actually the best kicker. So yeah, anyway. yeah, yep, yep, yep. All right, well there you go. Next uh, next year, everyone prioritize Texas Texas kickers for yeah. for sure. For sure. Uh, all right, next one. Uh, we'll go to your matchup. Um, you oh. with the the win over Yikes. Jared. Uh, I mean, this was this one was ugly. This um, is very ugly. <laughs> This is right. So uh, you with the 175 to 122 win, right? Jared, again, just like just really leaning into the, the Iowa-ness of it all. I think uh, you, what, had the third least points this week, yeah. but got the win, right? So yeah. if you're somebody like Neil or myself um, who, you know, put up, you know, close to 200 points or over 200 points and, and, and lost, and then you look over at Tom at, at 175, 
um, and the, and not even a win, a comfortable win over over Jared. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about somebody who got hit by the injury bug? Yeah. Uh, Jared had six points from Chandler Morris, one point from uh, the. They both got hurt in the game, right? They both got hurt in the game. Yeah, I think Trey Harris, his Mississippi wide receiver. Uh, got hurt as as well or was hurt going into the game and didn't do much um so yeah i mean just like right like when your two quarterbacks put up seven points um and the rest of your team isn't very good anyways um just yeah. not not no, a was, lot to, he to he know. knew i think right like before he texted mid-afternoon that was like oh it's the coolest with the injury like it and, yeah, yeah. and where it was like oh just like a scratch like seconds before the game and it's like yeah. as soon as you see one of those you're like this, this is fucking not my week and then yeah. like you said the two quarterbacks get hurt it's I mean, seven points from the quarterback position is probably, I don't know if it's a, the historic low, but it's, it's not, it's gotta be up, it's gotta there. Be yeah. up there. And it's mainly, in, you know, it's injury. Um, but like, I wasn't joking before when I said what we were like, it was probably 50 to 22 at like in it, like evening time of East coast. So it was, it was, <laughs> it, was it was not pretty. Um, but honestly, you look at these teams, the me versus Jared and it's, we both had seven, seven players put up single digits, and we yeah. both won. Oh. And with that, of the seven, we both had a zero burger. Like, yeah. so it's like, oh god, you know, like, and actually look at our defense. And the, we weren't getting any help from the defense and kicker oh, position. Oh, his defense either. only got three points. Yeah, oh, my exactly. Goodness. I had nine, oh. and I picked up uh. Mississippi State, being like, oh, playing Western Michigan, like fucking yeah. row the boat, or was it, well. Well, obviously, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, obviously, it's Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, Minnesota now. But um, and then nine for my kicker versus twelve. Yeah, exactly. It was just like uh, this was a game where I think everyone just needs to move on from. Uh, I mean, I'm happy I won uh, in a way, but even though, but this is this is kind of like karma to me. I think for me, bitching the yeah. whole season about being like, ah, you know, I'm putting up all these points but not winning, and then all of a sudden, yeah, I don't put up points and win. It's like, oh, that's how this stupid yeah. game that we play works. It doesn't actually. There's no rhyme or reason, so just shut up and like whatever, whatever happens, happens kind of thing. Um, easy for me to say when I get the wins, right? But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if anybody stayed up for that USC game, but um, I didn't, I made it to like halftime, I think. But USC yeah, kind of blows, yeah. right? Like, they're not like yeah. they beat like a shitty Colorado team, maybe I mean, shitty like average Colorado team, they beat a average Arizona team, both like, like in double overtime, triple overtime, maybe. So I don't know. I think that's well, and they play, they play Oregon, I think next week, right? Do they? Um, okay. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, that Oregon defense looks like, you know, it's pretty tough. Yeah. Um, and the offense put up a lot of points. I, they may get their ass kicked. Next I week hope so. Oregon. Honestly. Yeah. Can, like I'm not like, I don't know. I have Caleb Williams and two of the receivers, although Dorian Singer. So, so I mean, this season I, I deserve to suck because I drafted Dorian Singer second round thinking, I still remember your comment during the draft, like, oh, you nailed the the entree yeah, yeah. at the sides. And it's, I did not, right? I went with Dorian <laughs> Singer on the second round thing. I was like, I'm going to stack this motherfucker. It's going to be like amazing. Yeah. Um, and then I think my third round pick was that Alabama running back who sucks too. So yeah. like, I think I, I think I really botched. I, I got the cream spinach and it's like cold cream spinach or something, which uh, I, I really fucked it up. So, you know, what we should do is we should, uh, uh, you know, if we ever put any prep into this whatsoever, is take a look at everyone's draft. And, oh, you know, that would be a good. Like, the, biggest, the biggest draft bust from for each team. Um, just because, yeah, right. I think I drafted this pit running back in like the second. Oh, I don't round think I was going to be good. Is yeah, he he's the, like atrocious. No, I've never, I don't think I've ever played. I don't think he's on my team. I think I cut him. He's just like, yeah, absolutely trash. Hey, he's a fucking pit running back. What do you think? It's like, yeah, uh, yeah, oh yeah. But no, I think I eyed him like Tom because uh, I listened to that shit podcast that I think Party yeah. shared that like, a chase in the natty where yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Li- quite literally the only podcast worse than this. And I was like, oh, <laughs> good points, good points. I was like taking notes on loose leaf, like, oh, this guy's fucking brilliant. And then like every player is like, like somehow demoted to JV by. <laughs> so anyway party uh, don't, don't listen to that podcast it's fucking garbage so yeah and that guy's nasally voice sounds yeah. oh you so you've listened to it too right oh, yeah I, well it's like i i think it like auto plays after our podcast yeah um, exactly. i think we're, we're linked in together yeah. yeah i mean the guy he's like my sinuses sound bad right now no. and he's he, that guy does he yeah. He, he, I mean, I'm a fucking loser. That guy, no offense, buddy, but yeah, yeah, he, he doesn't even have a friend to chat to. He's oh, just him in his room. Well, actually, now that I think about it, that was, he's the reason we have this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have him on, <laughs> right? 
Uh, uh, hey, we have uh, Billy from. Uh, that's right, because I think we. I was right. I was. Um, yeah. I was. We were home. Obviously, working from home from the dungeons because I mean, you're at least like a social person. Will go out and do things like with your friend Neil, and I'll, I will yeah. just stay home for forever, and um, I'll probably die here, and people will find me eight days later. But um, yeah, that's right because I think I sent you a clip of that and was like, check out how shitty this dude is, and I was like, I actually thought we we could do one, and then it was like, Boop, you know, so anyway. here we are. Yeah, exactly. yeah, so yeah, we should definitely have him on. He's the Godfather of the podcast. <laughs> exactly the pod father yeah yeah. exactly uh anyway tough tough week for jared and uh, that's the thing i think we were even pumping jared squad up either either, like preview week and the weeks before because he does have a good team i mean i was just saying how your team in fit by the injury bug but obviously the quarterbacks uh henderson on ohio state and now i see trey harris who i talked up i'm beginning to think maybe i am the bad luck um (laughs) anyway tough Tough yeah. loss for sure. Yep. And just one uh, one point to clarify, USC and Oregon play November 11th. Oregon actually plays uh, Washington this week, which is the Oh, yeah, that game. actually so that, be, that, those yeah. are actually two good teams. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So that'll be that'll be the good one. Um all right, last game of the week is um I guess this was this mm. was our I was trying to do our, the Darth Vader noise. I actually don't even Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. yeah, right. Oops. This was our uh, our flashlight spotlight game of the week. Um and I don't you know it didn't didn't necessarily disappoint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank Drew you. Thank you the, for that uh, pity laugh, Paul. Uh, <laughs> really helping myself. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Laugh track. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Drew with the 216-193 win over Kevin, uh, sort of stopping uh, what at the time looked like Kevin's, you know, sort of usual snowball rolling downhill momentum. Um, Drew with a, with a big win here, right, that he had to have. Like you said, Drew uh, on a three-game winning streak in some places of the, you know, alternate universes. It may be a four-game winning streak, yeah. um, but got a, a fairly sizable, what, 23-point win over uh, over Kevin. Ton of points from Jaden Daniels, I think, uh, probably was what what did it for him. Um, but a lot to be happy about if you're if you're Drew sitting at three and three after you know a, a pretty a pretty crappy start. Um, he finds himself with maybe one of the best wins of the year already with a with a big win over a Kevin team that was um, was rising the ranks. Um, Tom, I know you know Kevin had a lot of roster management here. Um, what were your takeaways uh, for for Drew's win here? Yeah, I mean quickly. I mean we we. Again, I, th- I think we actually did a decent job previewing this week. I don't know, yeah. you know, right? Like, I think we right we said this one would be LSU and yep. Missouri would be a driving force across the league, but definitely for this game. And sure enough, right, J- Jaden Daniels has been tearing it up. He, he, I don't actually know the list of uh, points uh, for the top players, but Jaden Daniels have to has to be near the top. I mean, yeah, as a guy, guys just putting up points. That team, that LSU team, they just have to score a shit ton of points. Like whatever happened to LSU having like a nasty defense, that's yeah. out the window now. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you look at this one. Kevin made that last second switch for Brennan Armstrong, which was you know smart because apparently got benched. Because um, yeah, I literally checked mid afternoon yesterday. I was like, dude, he's not even fucking playing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think Kevin's gonna. Um, I don't know who else yet because I don't understand how fan tracks works with the view of the bench like when you're looking at scoring versus who's mm-hmm. actually on the bench because i think he has actual players on the bench that i'm just not seeing maybe they're on by i don't know but um yeah i think kevin has to figure out his quarterback situation pretty quick but although milro keeps on putting up points even though it's like maybe he's not that good but yeah, yeah i mean it comes down to that lsu game i think like we called i mean drill look lsu players 49 19 from the running back position 16 from receiver Kevin had neighbors who put up 28 points, but um, so LSU alone put up, I mean, what, almost like 100 points. It seems 100 like. points in yeah, this game. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but when you boil it down, Kevin uh, lost the quarterback battle by 23 points. And what did Drew win by? 23 points. There you go. So, yep, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when you're this guy from Alabama sucks, I think. Um, yeah. You know, he's, not a good, he's not a good quarterback, but I think it's like, no. yeah. So, yeah. And when you're starting like Kansas's other running back or quarterback like yeah happens in in a tough in a tough spot just to answer your question tom um jane daniels is actually slightly in second place in terms of overall scoring uh this year he's 
he he trails only Caleb Williams yeah. by like I think a point or two. Yeah. Um, and you know you drafted Caleb Williams first pick first round. Drew got uh, Jane Daniels. It looks like here in the fourth round with the oh. sixth pick, right? So I mean, the, talk about yeah, talk exactly. about a value snag for sure. We definitely have to do like a, a draft recap because I think yeah. that's uh, yeah that's that, yeah. that'll be good. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, so big win for Drew. He finds himself at three and three, tied with tied with Kevin uh, and tied with Andy. Um, I think who's got the most points out of those guys? I think Drew does, right? Actually, Drew is like. Uh, is Let me ask you again. I asked you last week. Points, yeah. uh, I, no, I asked you last week. I asked you on the preview three, four, five versus six, seven, eight to change it now to two, three, four versus five, six, seven. Who you got? Uh, let me look real quick. So two, three, four. So two, three, four would be Pat, Mark, and Kenny. And five, six, seven would be Drew, Andy, and Kevin. I, I would definitely take uh, five, six, seven. I don't yeah. think, um, I yeah, I, you know, I think we said. Hardy's uh, struggled the last couple of weeks. Uh, Mark and Kenny have, you know, two two big wins this week for sure. But um, you know, have been fortunate to to not have a ton of points against them. Um, but I think, yeah, you stack up uh, the wins that Kevin, Andy, and and Drew have. Yeah, I think I like five, six, seven better. Yep. Agree. Yeah. And, and and like I know I split hairs because I, again I I only focus about myself because I only care about myself because uh, something yeah. happened to me in my childhood where I realized I have no value. But um, but when you look at really points four and like I I've, I've been harping on that, but like yep, it is tight. You know, from yeah. like you know from I don't even know two to not eight or something, right? So. It's, uh, I don't know, it, it's going to be um, interesting because I, I don't think a lot separates all these teams, right? I think that's no. the thing. It's, it's uh, I think I said it a couple of minutes ago where it's like it's some years you have like two or three teams or one or two teams that are just like much better, <laughs> normally Kevin um, and then yeah. someone else. Yeah. Um, this year, I mean, you're you're leading the pack, but um, as we talked about when we, pre- when we uh, recapped your game, uh, you know, you have you have some uh, things to deal with. So I think it's, uh, you know, going to be uh, interesting October right here. Yeah. You know, yep. so I think I, it's no, I think I, I think I think what we see right now isn't close to where it's going to end up. Yeah, I agree. And what what scares me is the like a low scoring week like this is you could find like, you know, take someone like myself or, um, you know, what, you know, maybe Pat who finds himself a four and two and you make the playoffs. And then all of a sudden your team, you know, once you know that they have the capacity to put up 170 points, you know, out of nowhere, right. Just had that sort of hundred point drop off, uh, weeks like, you know, that pops up, uh, the third week in November and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're out in the first round of the playoffs and this is all for naught. So, um, so sort of knowing that that's a possibility out there definitely, um, has my antennas up to try to manage this going, going forward, but not a lot left on the waiver wire. Um, yeah, we're, you know, we're some people can helpful. So yeah, yeah it's you're it's, sort of stuck with stuck with who you got at this point. Yeah, no, and it it is like uh, you know, it's, you, I'd say two weeks ago you were you were you were a, a runaway uh, train, but I I don't know if that's the case. You've been yeah, the last couple uh, of weeks, so yeah. I think it's now come back to reality where everyone's just like sitting in that middle of the pack, and it's, uh, and and it even like uh, you know you look at the bottom and it's like. You know, me and Jared at two and four, but I, I mean, from a points four standpoint, um, you know, I, I I'm fourth, and I think Jared's right there as well. Yeah, he's like, and then same thing like Neckelman. We were just saying like he's zero and six, but he's managing yeah. the shit out of his team, and his team yeah. like is putting up points, right? So he would have kicked my ass this week. So um, I think there's just no, it, it's there's no easy wins left on the schedule for anybody, and. Uh, I think we're looking at a couple of battles. Maybe that's why scoring's down because it's like maybe more spread out. Where in the years past, it might be somebody they were all with, on Kevin. A, yeah, exactly. Kevin uh, somehow you know cheated the game and figured out how to get all the best players. But <laughs> uh, all right, well, cool. Well, a lot to look forward to next week in week seven. We will recap the and games. We got then. the audio figure out here. Yeah, and we're right. Good. So, so maybe um, going forward, we'll have that figured out. Yeah, we'll be we'll, yeah we'll be good to go. We'll have to splice this together, and it'll exactly it'll come out. It'll, yeah, it'll come out great. Sweet, um, I sweet guess before, can. <laughs> <laughs> before we before we jump, do you want to give out our week six awards? Um, I do. I think I think we only have two at this point, but if you want to make up an award while while I'm asking, um, so Tom, who would be our our bush light come from behind victory of the week? Do we have one this week? We didn't have one last week. Oh boy, I uh, ooh, I'm, 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 Kenny. Kenny. 
Kenny. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is Kenny. I think, I mean, and even if you start from early in the day, right. Um, I had the, the, the Mizzou guys put up a bunch of points. Um, I had the Jonathan Brooks put up a bunch of points in the uh, Texas Oklahoma game. Right. So by three 30 uh, yesterday, I was feeling pretty good. Um, and it wasn't just the, the wine and the smoked salmon spread. Um, it was you know, the massive amounts of points, but yeah, I mean, Kenny, Kenny came roaring back, got a lot of points from that Michigan D late at night and, and got the win. So congratulations, Kenny, you are our bush light uh, come from behind or here comes bush light come from behind victory. Yeah. Of, and he uh, nailed it with the text at the end of the night. I know I, you got a couple likes there. So well done, Kenny. Well, um, done, Kenny. well like that leads me yeah. to my, yeah, my next one is uh, who, who we given text to the text of the night for? Um, do you um, have a suggestion? Yeah, I mean, I know things got awkward there between me and party, so I, I'm not going to vote for either of us. Uh, but and then even Kevin and Mark, so I feel like things are getting testy on, on the increased yeah. revenue text chain. So it was good, but um, I'm going to give it to you for the egg uh, because I didn't know I didn't watch season three of this show that I despised, and then yep. uh, watched and I was like, oh, actually, this is a hysterical show. <laughs> Um, so it made me look up this skit and I was dying laughing. So, uh, I'm going to give it to you for that reason. So nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let me just, I'll add a little context to, to Kenny's text here. So he texted, uh, dear Paul, smooth Jimmy is not in fact the hottest team in the tournament in quotes, much like freshman year and your prognostication skills suck. Uh, so there was, um, there's a video somewhere, a videotape of a VHS tape of a, a dorm room party that we had at, uh, at Michigan state. And these guys, I, I was not there, but, um, they stole a keg from a frat house and then Ooh. stuck it into our, stuck it into our bathroom dorm, our dorm bathroom, um, in like a suitcase. And, um, there's, it was during the NCAA tournament, uh, that night LSU had lost like, you know, their eight, nine matchup. And I kept was telling Kenny the whole week before uh, <laughs> that LSU was the quote hottest team in the tournament. And so on this VHS video, that's all grainy. Kenny is laying down, uh, on a bath in a bathroom, screaming at me about my LSU pick because <laughs> LSU hottest team in the tournament. Cause I'm Paul drunk as fuck. I could pick better teams than Paul. <laughs> And so that's a 20 year callback right there uh, mm-hmm. on the text message yeah. to uh, a very, very angry uh, young Ken Osborne. Uh, See? I, don't, I, don't, with me. I don't even know the uh, background there, but um, right? yeah. excellent text nonetheless, uh, yeah. Kenny. And uh, now it re- resulted with a great story. So thank you. Yeah. So there you go. And uh, uh, my favorite text, and I sent it, but I'm not going to take credit for it was um i asked neil to give me his phone last night oh you're right that was he, yeah yeah that was that was so good he's like he's been getting texts from these people for 10 years yes. and never mm. never t- i typed in drew's number i started i was gonna like i'll type them all in for you so you know and then i had realized after i typed in drew's that he had literally no one else's phone that number. was amazing you're right you're right <laughs> far and away that that's not even the best text of the of the, the week that's the best text of the year that was so good because it was just like yeah <laughs> Yeah, you think like Amazing. accidentally you exactly someone's well, name in well, exactly like I just need to figure out some of this shit. Like, let me just at least separate something here. But no, not even, not even, not even close. No. It's just and like no interest, no, no. just like no. never. Like no. I'm never gonna do it. Like that's your problem. Yeah. Like I'm gonna run into Neil and fly like at the at like the Orlando airport in like four years. Neil, Neil Coleman from uh, hey Tom Quinn from like increased revenue. He's like nah. Sorry. No, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. so, just have to give him the last four digits yeah. of your cell phone. Yeah, okay. And he'll be like, uh, no, I like know that there's someone in the league, maybe close to your name, but I am telling you right now, I do not want to know you. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, just uh, <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. So, um, and that, that screenshot that you shared just confirmed it. So, yeah, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. That's so good. Um, yeah. So that was your 100% right. That was, that yeah. was it. Congratulations, Neil. You, that's, you, you, you've won this week, yes. no matter what the standings say. Exactly. Exactly. I think he might have won something the best. Oh, no. It was the, the skit, the skit, the um, segment was, uh, yeah. Oh, did text. Neil text? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and I, I guess I'll, yeah, we can close it. Yeah. 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 Confirmed. Yes. Very, very easy. Um, all right, Tom. Well, this was fun. Um, was. I think we, 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 we battled through some technical we difficulties. Did. Hopefully the sound came out okay. Um, but I enjoyed recapping week six with you, and I'm excited for, for week seven. I am going to, you know, this is this is, this is like the most Tom Quinn thing ever. I'm going to spend like $4,000 on like <laughs> audio-visual equipment like in the next coming weeks. And then yeah. like next year, I'm going to be like, Paul, should we do a preview like podcast for the season? And you're going to be like, oh, no, that was the 
that, no, that's not happening anymore. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, no, that's right. I don't want to yeah. do that anymore either. So um, I'll text you back and be like, don't you have kids and a job, Tom? Oh, oh, oh. Dude, I, I'm, I mean, I'm at uh, the bottom of the standings here, so I don't really have much of a prayer, but um, things are heating up and increasing revenue. I think this is a very good October. So you're, I agree. And you're looking forward to it. there lighting the, lighting the fire. So thank you, Paul. I like absolute crap all weekend. Like, just feel, yeah, tomorrow's gonna be just like kale, I think. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just like green, because it's like you need it. And if you don't, then it's like I will actually just like pee dust and like yeah. <laughs> just like die on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> I vividly remember Kenny when we were in college eating oranges because he thought he had scurvy because he had had fruit in like six weeks or something like that so he like went to the went to the grocery store and bought like a bag of oranges and ate nothing but that for a couple days yeah exactly i the scurvy yeah no fruits and vegetables it's like oh didn't this die on some like pirate ship back in like when people yeah. realize you have to eat fruits and vegetables it's like yeah well i brought it back <laughs> Brought back. <laughs> Fucking pirate disease. Yeah. <laughs>